1: Good morning, this is Sport Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris.
0: And I'm Lucy Walken. It's Friday the 24th of June.
1: In your sport today, more gold for Australia at the World Swimming Champs, the rule change that has Nick Kyrios fired up, an Aussie prepares for the NBA draft, and did someone say KFC? This is your sport today. We're starting today with the World Swimming Championships because overnight, Australia has doubled its gold medal tally loose. The Aussies now have four golds after Molly O'Callaghan and Zach Subbley-Cook won the gold in Budapest.
0: What a swim this was by O'Callaghan. She was the favorite heading into the 100-meter freestyle final, but she had plenty of work to do at the halfway mark. She was coming sixth at the turn but stormed home to get the lead with about 3 strokes to go. At 18 years old, she's now a world champion and she won the silver in the 200-meter freestyle as well. About 90 minutes later, it was double T Cooks turn in the 200-meter breaststroke final like O'Callahan he was the favorite to win, but he was in last place after 100 meters. But he's known as a strong finisher, and he proved just that. He moved up five places in the third 50, then blitzed the field to win by more than a second.
1: Yeah, that was quite the swim by Stubble Cook, and he's now the world champion, Olympic champion, and owns the world record in that event. Uh, there's been plenty of highlights in the pool this week, but there was a scary moment in the artistic swimming yesterday.
0: Yeah, this wasn't good. American Anita Alvarez fainted while in the water while competing in the final of the women's solo free artistic event. As she lost consciousness, her coach, Andrea Fuentes, dived in and got her out. The medical team went to work on her right away and she regained consciousness shortly after the episode. Her coach was ready because the same thing happened to Alvarez in the Olympic qualifying event in Barcelona last year.
1: Yeah, fortunately, everyone is okay and the images of that incident are pretty scary. I've put a link to them in the episode notes. I've also put links to O'Callaghan's and Stubbity Cook's swims in the episode notes so you can check them out as well. There's no NRL on this weekend, but it's still going to be a massive few days of rugby league. We've got heaps of test matches on tomorrow, including a return to New Zealand for the game between the Kiwis and Tonga. But before that, loose, it's all about women's state of origin.
0: Yep, and it all started last night with the New South Wales men's and women's teams winning the under-19s games, but the main event is tonight in Canberra. This is the first time State of Origin has been played there after a couple of years up in Queensland. Women's State of Origin is a little bit different to the men's series. It's just a one-off game, but that'll change next year when it increases to two matches. The concept started in 1999, but it has only been called State of Origin since twenty. 2018. New South Wales won the first two games, but Queensland has won the past two.
1: Yeah, an 8-6 win to the Maroons last year on the Sunshine Coast. Uh, Tonight's game kicks off at 7.45pm Australian Eastern Standard Time, and you can watch it on Channel 9 and Foxtel. Now, to get you up to speed on all things men's origin, check out our State of Origin 2 special episode on the Don't Forget Your Tips podcast. It's got everything you need to know ahead of Sunday night's game. Uh, There's a link to that in the show notes. Uh, As for today's trivia question brought to you by the League Live app, where you can follow all The State of Origin scores, news, and stats. How long do women's State of Origin matches go for? Luce, give us a clue.
0: They're a bit shorter than the men's Origin games.
1: Not giving us too much there, Luce. Mm. All right, Uh, find out the answer at the end of the show. Wimbledon is just a few days away. It starts Sunday night here in Australia. While all eyes will be on the grass courts, there's been a lot of attention on a change to the laws that will start right after Wimbledon. And Aussie ace Nick Kyrgios, loose.
0: He's a fan of this one. No, he's not a fan of this. And it's on the men's tour, the ATP, they're going to trial off-court coaching in the second half of the season. How it works is there'll be designated coaching seats. Coaches can only speak to their players when they're at the same end and they can only say a few words or a phrase, so no conversations. It'll be used in the main draw of tournaments, including the US Open. Off-court coaching has been against the rules since forever and Kyrgios is against the change. He says players figuring it out is what made the sport unique and pointed out how lower-ranked players might not be able to afford a coach.
1: Yeah, well, I guess we'll find out how it all goes. The trial starts on July the 11th, the day after Wimbledon finishes, but it all starts on a Sunday night and you can watch it on the Nine Network and Stan Sport. Let's head over to the States now because the Colorado Avalanche are one win away from Ice Hockey's Stanley Cup. Uh, They beat Tampa Bay 3-2 in overtime in a wild finish yesterday. But Luce, should the winning goal have been allowed...
0: Well, that's the big talking point out of this game. Nazem Kadri scored the goal and it all happened so quickly that almost no one realized the puck had gone in and got stuck in the top of the net until one Colorado player started celebrating. But Lightning coach John Cooper reckons the goal shouldn't have stood. He answered just one question in the press conference and said the game should still be going before he stormed out. Replays showed the Avalanche had six players on the ice instead of five and the NHL even handed out a score sheet that had six players listed when the goal was scored.
1: And that's the big issue, Luce, because you can have six players on the ice if you're making a substitution, but only if the player being substituted is within five feet of the bench and out of play. Uh, there's nothing the lining can do about it now, though Game 5 is in Colorado tomorrow. The Avalanche lead 3-1 and can win their first title since 2001 if they get the win from 10 a.m australian eastern standard time today dreams are gonna come true for the best young men's basketballers in the world at the nba draft it's being held in brooklyn new york and is an aussie expected to go right near the top
0: yeah, this is always so cool to watch. And you're right, Dyson Daniels from Bendigo in Victoria is a top 10 pick in a lot of experts' mock drafts. He's 19, 6'6 six six tall, has already played for the Aussie team, the Boomers, and spent the last season playing in the second-tier G League competition that sits below the NBA. With his long arms and basketball smarts, he's rated as a high defender that can still improve his jump shot, but if he's after inspiration, he's just got to look at fellow Aussie Aussie Josh Giddy, who went number six in last year's draft.
1: Yeah, and there's been a few Aussies that have gone number one, like Andrew Bogart and Ben Simmons. It could be a big payday for Daniels because a rookie deal for a top 10 draft pick is at least $5 million. So you can watch the draft on Foxtel and KO. <laughs> I consider myself a healthy eater, but I don't mind the odd KFC chip now and then. Uh, I don't know if Julian Kolev does as well, but he definitely loves poker chips. Salus, he won a big poker event yesterday, and he did it while wearing a KFC bucket
0: on his head. This is taking winner, winner, chicken dinner, very literally. (laughs) Kolev is a Bulgarian poker player and he can afford a lot of chicken now because he won his second World Series of Poker bracelet. He won the Millionaire Maker No Limit Hold'em event in Las Vegas yesterday, turning $1,500 American dollars into $1.1 million. A lot of poker players wear sunnies or hoodies so their opponents can't get a read of them, but Kolev and his mates in the crowd were wearing upside-down at KFC buckets on their heads. Apparently, he did it in honour of a Bulgarian singer he really likes.
1: Yeah, this is uh, wild stuff. He said after the win, he feels like he has superpowers with a bucket on. So, Luce, I know what I'm having for lunch today. Uh, look, I'll put a link to the winning hand in the episode notes for you to check out. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye what's coming up. As always, Luce, lots of sport on this weekend, but what are you tuning into?
0: We've got the big Suncorp Super Netball preliminary final this weekend. The Vixens taking on the Giants. It's in Melbourne and the winners are going to go through to the grand final next Sunday in Perth to face the West Coast Fever. It's on at 7pm tomorrow night and you can watch it on Foxtel and KO.
1: It's going to be a ripper. Can't wait to watch that one. Uh, as for today's trivia question brought to you by the League Live app, remember download that for your State of Origin stats, news and scores. Uh, how long does a women's State of Origin match go for, Lucy? You said it's a bit shorter than the men's?
0: bit shorter than the men's at 70 minutes.
1: 70 minutes for the women's state of origin. Uh, all right, that is us. Done for this week on sport today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what we do, tell a mate, leave us a review, give us a rating, it all helps us grow. Uh, have a great weekend. Watch as much sport as possible, we'll catch you again next week.